0: you're offering adventure you're offering the unknown
1: and adventure isn't here's my idea no. for a social network we're for dogs sure. no, no, will you build my website no
0: let's build a company together, together. yes welcome to dalton Post, michael today we're going to talk about why business folks need great technical co-founders so who's this video for let's talk about the business folks we're talking to.
1: Yeah, I think to set this up, uh, Michael and I both talk to a lot of aspiring founders in any number of different venues: on the street, at conferences, in <laughs> interviews, wherever. Yes. Like yes. they find us. They find us. And uh, one of the more common opening lines is something like, "Well, I'm a really good business person with a great idea. I have the best ideas. Yes. You know how." do I need a technical co-founder or how do I find a technical co-founder or I can't find any good technical co-founders. Yes. Like this is one of the number one opening questions we get when we meet people in the real world. Yes. And so this video is aimed at all of those people that ask all of these questions that we have met yes. and all the people that haven't met us yes. that might be thinking these
0: questions. And what we want to do is give you the key secret to actually being the best business co-founder. And we're not going to hide it. We're going to put it right up front. The best business founders recruit amazing technical co-founders. And that is how they distinguish themselves. That is the number one distinction. So it's not what's on your resume, where you worked, the fact that you were some fancy executive, that you're tall, people like to go and have drinks with you, you've got amazing ideas. Unfortunately, there are a lot of folks like that.
1: Yeah, imagine the set of people, imagine the intersection there's the set of people that are great business founders, yes. And there's the set of people that can recruit amazing technical co-founders. Yes. You want to be in the intersection of yes. those two sets. Yes. And there's not many people. No. That puts you in a very special class. Well, and I would, I would argue it
0: it is so distinguishing that you're given amazing opportunities. Um, but what's tricky is not only do people not see this, um, or do people try and not get a tech co co-founder. or they
1: just dismiss it out of hand. It's too hard. Like they'll just kind of like shut this line. That's of thinking what's now. even more common.
0: It's <laughs> just they're like, well, I, I can't find this person, so I'm along. I don't gonna know anyone.
1: Yeah, I don't know anyone. Okay, now, you know. And
0: this is the crazy <laughs> thing, because like a lot of people will pitch this to me. It's like, but this is the true spirit of an entrepreneurism. Like no barrier can prevent me from getting my product to market, right? Like I couldn't find technical co-founder, so I just moved to the next challenge. I hired some engineers or I got a dev shop and like nothing will keep me, will hold me back. And what's so sad about that way of thinking about it is that like, one, the percentage chances of death just went through the roof, right? Like you've just completely reduced your chances of success. But two... I bet if you would put the same amount of effort you put into getting a product to market without a great technical founder into finding a great technical founder, at least half people
1: would be able to do it. Yeah. And so it's just like,
0: it's a shame because it's so much wasted talent.
1: Yeah. I, I like to think about it this way. Again, we are, what we're talking about implicitly, let's make it explicit. We're talking about a company that uses software as a deep part of it. So, Tech software if we're talking about a software startup, yes. and you somehow don't have a technical co-founder, this would be like, I'm going to build a rocket to the moon. Yes, but no one here knows anything about physics. We can my I have such a big heart. We can just like, <laughs> <laughs> like I have such hustle. I'm Johnny Hustle. I'm going to the moon, Michael. Like, do you see how absurd that is? But yeah and, yeah, and the asterisk is okay, if you want to start a new uh, clothing brand or well, a yeah. liquor brand, okay, you don't need to. Do type it, it. This yeah, doesn't apply. Yeah,
0: obviously. Yes. But
1: if you're if you're saying, yeah, yes. I'm gonna build a software company yes. and you don't have a software co-founder, it just you're not even in the in the ball game. You're not even in the stadium.
0: One, well, what's so sad for me is like when I say that to people, sometimes they think I'm trying to discourage them. But if you go yeah, back to Yeah, like, I'm
1: going to prove you wrong, Michael. Yeah. I'm, I'm going like, to learn physics. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I'm like, <laughs> I am not trying to, like I am trying to tell you the number or like I came to you for advice about my product, but you're telling me I need a co founder You're insulting me, Michael. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, no, I'm trying to give you the most important thing I can tell you. And you know, what was interesting is that like this is, advice is informed by my personal experience, right? Like I was the single- non-technical person on a four-person co-founding team at Justin TV and Twitch and like uh I'll just make it plain without my three other co-founders none of that shit happens like ideas are a dime a dozen and so um I think that more business people need to embrace the idea that great software companies are built by great software engineers yep a common retort out here is like Dalton, we're not building a software business. It's software is en- in
1: there, but it's not that It's important.
0: a tech enabled. Yeah. We're just building a simple marketplace, right? Like we can just use da marketplace software. It's just a copy of DoorDash with a little twist. Why do we need a great software engineer? What's your response?
1: You know, it's hard to win that debate in theory. Like it's hard to convince someone just in the debate. They'll be like, well, we're just gonna agree to disagree. Yes. But I think if you just look at the facts, of the companies we funded, like literally DoorDash, or literally Airbnb, or any of these folks, yes. they lived and died by their speed of shipping software. Yes. <laughs> and if they yes. what they did was buy white label software, or have some dev shop in a foreign country making edits to the website, there's a 0% chance those companies would have worked. Yeah, And so again, who am I to say there won't be some future company that maybe uses one of these things? Yes, But the more that, the more that we're exposed to seeing what these companies look like at the earliest stages, even if they don't look like strictly tech businesses, man, there's no way these things would have gotten off the ground without having a really great person who cared as much as a co-founder cares yes. building this thing day in and day out versus someone ripping you off, charging you $500 an hour to change some words on the website.
0: And you don't even know. That not, you're not, not even the down. right ballgame. Like yes. It's not even... <laughs> well, what what pisses me off is that, like, I think in other areas um, that are equally as hard as being a successful tech founder, let's say athletics, I think more people are realistic about it, strangely. Like, the equivalent is, you know... A f- Five foot four person who doesn't jump. I can't run, shoot. Or d- yeah, I can't yeah. run. Yeah, and like they're. Just, I got a lot of heart. Mangled. Yeah, they're not that <laughs> many of those people who are saying to the world, oh, "I want to be in the NBA." Right. Whereas we see the equivalent of that in startups all the time, and it's like it's one thing if you're six six and like you're like a great high school basketball player, you probably won't make the NBA. But like, all right, at least. You're in the stadium. In the stadium. (laughs) You're amongst the million people who could. Yeah. And I think that people are not honest with themselves. And I think what we're trying to do is give you this secret, which is that, like, you can almost get a ticket to being in the game, and it requires recruiting one person. Yep. How cool is that? Like, this shouldn't be seen as a negative. It seems like an extreme positive. It's like a golden, what is it, Willy Wonka ticket.
1: And and even (laughs) if you are technical yourself, or sometimes people are medium technical. Like, so course, yes, I, I yes. was a technical CEO, but I still tremendously benefited yes. by having an additional technical yes. co-founder. Yes. And so this is also a thing where you're not like, okay, well, I, you know, I can kind of, I can kind of, co- yeah. like, okay, that doesn't count. No. <laughs> the, no. There's actually tremendous benefits from having someone, again, who cares as much as a founder, yes. who's committed as much as a founder, yes. and who's at you know, at the top of the game, like a 10X engineer on a founder level, you're unstoppable.
0: And what's weird is sometimes we had competitors in, in my startups whose teams were constructed this way, horrible tech talent. And it was funny in hindsight because we never had to be worried. They could raise more money. They could have nicer office. They could have more employees. They could have cooler people using their, It did it matter? Like. Having better engineering
1: is the gift that gives you more Just shots think about it. every even day. Even if you need to pivot, no matter what, no matter what happens, good or bad, you're in a better position. you're in a better <laughs> position to react to these yes. changes. Yes,
0: and I think the even scarier thing about this is that, like, when you start with a team of business people assessing engineers, and they are naturally going to start by hiring worse engineers, all of your future it's engineers are compounded by effects. those people. Yes, exactly, it so compounds. Bad.
1: So okay, bad. so, all right, Michael, all right, you guys convinced me, I guess, whatever. But I don't, you know, sure, This is Dalton sure a business guys, guy. you know, I guess that's a point you can make. I yeah, don't know. Right, but, right. Michael, I don't know anyone. Where do right. I find these people? Yeah.
0: How,
1: again, that's what they always say in these that's conversations. All, that's what they always say. So how, what is your response when they tell you that?
0: So the first thing is that, like, who are you disqualifying and why? I can't tell you how many business people told me, well, I obviously need a CTO with 10 years of experience and who've managed teams of at least 50 to 100. And I'm like, you're 23 years old with no years of experience. Why do you need that? And they're like, well, because, you know, when we launch, this thing's going to get big. And it's like, (laughs) come on. So first, you might be disqualifying great people. Don't do that. And so let's say you don't know them. Sometimes the number one thing to do if you're in this position is to not start the company right now, is to go get a job at a startup, is to go change the people you know. And what's so interesting is that like sometimes taking that step sideways is the easiest and best path to starting a startup journey with the
1: highest likelihood of success. Well, here's the thought experiment I encourage people to do. Visualize the best person you have ever worked with either in school or in your job. The best engineer yes. that everyone knows is the best person. Yes. Can you visualize someone? Okay. Can you get that person to be your co-founder? Yes. And often people are like, oh yeah, no, they would, never, they would never work with me. What do you mean, man? Or like, they're making lots of money. Yeah. And again, I would just stop right there and be like, well, why? Have you talked to them? And they're like, No, they would just, like, basically, folks put up the barriers to negotiate against themselves right out of the gate. And again, if we zoom all the way out, so you want to start a company, you want to do something big, but you won't actually even bother to try to recruit the most obvious person that's a candidate that you know.
0: But what if they say no?
1: (laughs) Or you talk to them, and they're like, no, I don't think so. Um, What often happens, again, to go deep on this, is that the way they'll pitch the person is they'll pitch them their idea. They'll be like, I'm an idea guy. I've got a great idea. Do you wanna be my like worker bee to go do all my ideas? And of course, the person that's the best person you've ever worked with does not want to sit in a cage no. <laughs> and do all of the work that you give them. No. And instead, I'm like, well, have you asked them what if they have startup ideas, Yeah. and then you sell yourself where you can come together, come up with the idea together yeah. as co-owners And it's shocking how often that appears to have never occurred to someone. Like, they think the idea of finding a technical co-founder is to find someone who will basically submit to their whims and be, like, their, like, assistant. To find an employee.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's not
1: the move, man. Trying to find a partner.
0: You know, it's funny, because my dad would say this to me about my co-founder, Justin Kahn. He was like, you know, Michael, Justin's an amazing recruiter. And I always thought, I was like... "Ah." What's weird is that like I think if you're recruited by a good recruiter, you don't even realize they're a good <laughs> recruiter, right? But like in hindsight, I'm like, all right, so we got me, Emmett, and Kyle to work for him. Well, not work for him, but to be his co-founders in a startup where he was wearing a camera on his head streaming his live
1: 24-7. Named after him. Yes. So, named, named after just, named <laughs> Justin. Named Justin.tv. Yes. Do you want to work out my startup? Yes. It's me. Yes. <laughs>
0: and 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 <laughs> He had raised $50,000. Seems like a great deal, Michael. Yeah, right. And, <laughs> and so it's like, okay, well, like, how did he build that team? Like, you know, it comes back to like, you want to distinguish yourself as a business person? Go do that. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: that's people should impressed. be impressed. I'm <laughs> <We're> impressed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're a great business sir. And hey, you, they're working on your what idea? Did you, That's you, even what did I, did I promise you, Michael? I have like, no idea. <laughs> well, I, you know, I'll tell you what he promised me. It wasn't that the idea was going to work. Like, it was the adventure. Okay. It was the adventure. And, like, I think what's so interesting when people, like, don't ask their friend and they assume, oh, but they work at this company, they're never going to do it, da da, da da. It's like they don't realize you're offering adventure, you're yeah. offering the unknown.
1: And adventure isn't. Here's my idea no. for a social network Bullshit. for dogs. No, no. Will you build my website? No.
0: Let's build a company together. Together. Yes. That's adventure. Yes. <laughs> and, um, What's crazy is like when you're pitching adventure, there aren't a lot of there aren't a lot of alternatives. <laughs> Most people don't have six adventures on the plate. Yeah. Right? how often to-
1: does any one person get pitched
0: adventure? Yeah, no. It's usually adventure or like. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> so you know, it's a good pitch. It's a good pitch. So, anyways, right? I think that um we're trying. You know, I think that there's like, I'll say this. Like, I'm a business guy, right? I think YC has a lot of messaging that's like, yeah, oh, our business guy's important, da 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 Like, you don't need them. I agree, you don't need them. But I will say this. Um, there are a lot of very successful, non-technical people in our network that do amazing work. And I think one of the things that if you want to learn from them, we're trying to give you one of the most important patterns we see from those folks.
1: Yeah, they're is- great recruiters and they they do this thought experiment of who's the best person in the world. Yes. And they find a way to get that person to work yes. with them. That's bending the universe to your will is what that is.
0: So you should hold yourself to their standard and maybe you'll get their success. All right, thanks Dalton. Thanks.